Queen Sand Berger. Um, I attended the Girls Pep Lower East Side Middle School. I started with them back in kindergarten, so I've been with them at maybe, I don't know, 2007-2008. Um, I graduated from middle school in 2017, and I'm currently a, in my first year of college, I attend BMCC. So you mentioned that you're currently at BMCC. So um, what is that experience like? You're in your first year um, of college. So just curious, what is that experience like? And um, how are you enjoying, are you enjoying college so far? Like what's the experience like? Honestly, college is not exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, it kind of reminds me a lot of like high school and middle school. Um, just the people and the teachers, like they always say in high school, like, oh, college is going to be nothing like this. They're going to be way harder on you. And I feel like it's really not like that. I feel like they're strict on you in certain ways. Like you are still getting the education that you are there for. Um, and you are still being prepared for your future career. Um, but as of, you know, it's only my first semester. So as of right now, I can say it's pretty easy. I really like it. Um, the people that I'm there with are super nice. Um, I'm just really anxious for finals that are coming up soon. But other than that, I, it's been great so far. They tend to make it out to be some sort of like you're going to be independent by yourself you're going to have to struggle but it's not like that it's once you make friends and you meet the right people it's kind of like a little family kind of thing like everybody just gets connected and you end up hanging out with them outside of school so it's just like I feel like we really need to change that whole perspective on college once you leave because it's not like you're jumping straight into your career, like you're going to school to further your education, which is going to help you for your career. I like how you said that. Um, I never thought of it like that, actually. That's actually something I never thought of. I have a younger brother, so he's about to go to high school. And then eventually he'll, you know, if he decides to go to college, um, I think that's so important, right? That you said, you know, when you go into college, you don't have to know right then and there, right? Um, and college is not always the pathway either for people. Um, I actually saw Ms. Uh, McCalla, uh recommended you for um, this interview, and she gave me a couple of notes, and it says that you took a year off. And so if you feel comfortable, I just want to know, what was the reason behind that decision? Um, and, and again, this is a no-judgment-free zone. Like, oh, yeah. I understand. Like, what made you decide that? What was... What were the factors and, and I guess like reflecting on why you chose not to go straight into college? Honestly, with the way my senior year played out, uh, COVID had just started. So, you know, once those two weeks passed um, and they started to announce like we weren't going to be able to go back to school, we we're going to have to figure out how to like transition to online. I didn't necessarily feel like I was motivated enough or like had the right help to kind of put me on the path to want to just immediately jump straight into college, which honestly, I feel like it was the best for me kind of, because during that time, like, I felt like I really had the opportunity to grow and like, actually figure out who I was 
or like who I'm going to be because I still don't know who I am like I'm only 19 years old like who's to say I have everything figured out already but during those like few months that I wasn't in school like I got a couple jobs I was making my own money I was traveling with my family like I was genuinely enjoying my life while also being able to get through school like I feel like that year off of once I like after I graduated I felt like I finally had time to breathe instead of having to go right back into waking up every day at a certain time doing large amounts of work like I genuinely needed like my own uh, kind of like woosah kind of thing you know um but I definitely was supported um, by my family, you know, because it's like you said, like college isn't for everyone. And they kind of wanted me to have the opportunity to think on what I actually wanted to do, because once I graduated, I was like, what's like, what's next? What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to know what career path I want to take? Am I supposed to know what I want to major in? Like, what's going on? And they kind of just sat me down and they were like, we're going to support you through whatever you think is best for you at the end of the day, it's your life. So whatever you think is best is what you should do. So that's why I decided to take that little break. I love that. I mean, I just love the fact that you recognize, you know, like you said, college isn't for everyone. And sometimes we just need time to figure out for ourselves what we want to do. And like you said, who we are, like I'm a working, like, I'm a working individual and I, you know, even I still struggle with like, you know, who am I as a person? And it's something that you, you don't resolve by going to college. It's not always resolved by going to college, right? There are other ways to discover yourself. And I love how you said you had kind of like a, who saw like a, a kind of break mo- a moment to, to break away from, right, school, yeah. to focus on yourself. I love that. And here at Girls Prep, you know, we are starting to really recognize that, college completion while it's it is a great of course pathway to go to it is not always the best pathway for every student and you're a shining example of that and and how you can benefit from having the opportunity to um do what you want to do and what you think is best for you and I love that you you spoke on that oh yeah I feel like it definitely goes back to how like high school teachers tend to make it to be this big thing like you have to figure out your life now if not you're going to be lost in the future like at the end of the day like if you don't feel like you have your life together or feel like you can actually be yourself in order to put yourself out there and do more then you're not gonna feel like you're actually doing things for yourself because it's kind of just like if I had gone into school immediately I would have felt like I was just doing it for other reasons than me being like, no, I'm going to school for myself. Like I'm doing it because I genuinely want to learn. Cause like I'm, my major is um, childhood education. So I want to be a teacher. I want to be like a kindergarten teacher. And it took me a little while to figure that out, but that doesn't mean that I didn't have a plan. Like it wasn't just like, Oh, I'm done with high school. I'm going to just, live out the rest of my life, go get a job at McDonald's or something like, no, I just wanted the time to be able to think on what I actually wanted to do. Like this whole thing of like, time is passing by. You have to know what you're doing. Like time is money, whatever. It's like, at the end of the day, you know, 
yeah, days are passing. Yeah, the hours are going by. But if you don't know who you are or if you don't give yourself the chance to figure out who you are, then you're just going to end up lost anyway. So, you know, it's just a lot of it has to do with like making sure you're okay before you think you're okay to do something. One question, I guess maybe it's a two-part question. The first is how did you decide that you would be interested in childhood education? Like how did you come to that decision? The second question is more about girls prepping your experience and if that had any influence on your decision to go into education. We'll start with the second question. (laughs) Um, I feel like girls prep definitely had a really big impact on my decision of wanting to go into um, childhood education. Um, More so the fact like girls prep is really a family-based kind of school like I never felt like I was outcasted or anything like that and I knew that because we had mainly uh, female teachers it was easier for me to have that connection of like motherhood kind of so I feel like I could really go to any of them for literally anything like if I was having any sort of issue they'd be like they'd sit me down and like hey are you okay do you need a break you know and I definitely felt like the love from just everybody there um and going back to the first question I'm actually like the first granddaughter and first daughter um in my family which means uh I have three younger siblings two sisters and a brother and all of my cousins are pretty much younger than I am so I grew up kind of just babysitting a lot and helping raise them and stuff like that which had a big impact because I realized I genuinely liked being around kids and helping them grow and helping them learn. And I connect that back to girls prep because that's what I had. And that's all that I want to do. Like I want to help the younger kids and the younger generations grow so that when they take over for us, they are doing something bigger than we are. When we think about the generation behind us, we always want them to We want to provide a stepping stone, right, for them to be able to achieve greater things, sometimes even greater than what we can achieve, right? Um, Sometimes uh, the work that we do does not happen in our lifetime, but it takes takes generations for the results to really show. Um, And I think you you speak to that, but also you speak about, you know, you talked about how uh, public prep and girls prep treated you like family, like having your teachers you know, ask you if you're okay, making sure to check in on you and your wellness. Um, I I think it's something that shows human- the humanity of Girls Prep, right? But it also shows, right, that core value of uh, sisterhood that you guys, um, that Girls Prep um, really relies on. And, and I definitely think that value shines in you as you talked about taking care of, you know, your cousins and your younger siblings and how that plays into you going into childhood uh, education, right? Because it does start early, right? We have to start the future at an early age. And, yeah. you know, you being a mentor, right, um, for your younger siblings, I think it's really powerful. Oh, that's so amazing. So what is one of your favorite moments or maybe a moment that you remember from your time at Girls Prep? There's so many. Honestly, I did so many, like, extracurricular activities that it just really made everything fun. Um, I feel like the main things that I really enjoyed was probably like the end of the year, like field days. 
um, where all the grades were like coming together and just like I said, being fam, like just being like this one big family of like, it genuinely felt like I just had a bunch of sisters. Like it didn't matter where we came from or who we were at the, like, it was just, we were all there together in one place having a good time. And it's not, it wasn't just field day. Like it genuinely was every single day because I don't think I've ever had one moment where I felt like I was being bullied or I saw somebody else getting bullied. It was really just like, if there was any type of problem, it was going to get solved just because like, there was no need, like we're in middle school. Why are we fighting over these dumb things? You know, it was more so of like, if you have a problem, you're going to get helped. And just all those moments all together of like school trips or just being in the classroom watching movie or like having a good time just laughing you know when you're in middle school you don't want to just feel like you're in school like you want to have a good time you want to be with your friends and I felt like girls prep really like knew how to properly incorporate fun into learning which I really appreciate it because I feel like if it was just one strict like education only no hanging out like I I don't think things would have ended well um but overall like I can't even possibly remember one bad moment at that school this makes me you know, thinks about the thought of when you're in a single, right? Because this is a single gender school, um, it's all girls. And then we now have our all boys. Um, and excitingly, we our all boys uh, school boys prep um, is having their first eighth grade graduating class. So you will be joined with the first uh, class of uh, 2022, first graduating class, joining as alumni with the alumni. So it's pretty exciting. Um, to see to see all of that, but also just what you talked about, looking back on those memories and that, and those experiences and how they left an imprint on you, to the point that even today you still hold those memories so close to you. And I just love hearing about like the field trips and how you said it didn't feel like a field trip, but something more. I would say like described as probably maybe a family reunion or more of a family yeah. outing. <laughs> where you're you're surrounded by people who care about you and who support you and who want you to do really well. Um, so I, I, I definitely enjoy hearing about that experience. And I'm so glad you got the opportunity to have that experience um, with Girls Prep. Speaking of like family, um, it says here in my notes that your grandmother was on the community council at Girls Prep. So yeah, she was. Me- can you speak to me a little bit more about what that was like? And also I have another note here that talks about community service with grandmothers. So two things. Um, just definitely want to hear about that uh, bit about your grandmother being on a community council, council, what that was like, and then community service as well. My grandmother is like, for as long as I could remember, she's always been one to put herself out there. Um, so it's, for as long as I've been in girls prep is as long as she's been connected with girls prep. She, I can definitely say she was always putting herself uh, out there to like make sure girls prep was set on literally anything. Like if they needed something or if they needed her to do something, no questions asked, she would drop anything (laughs) for the people at girls prep. Um, I actually visited 
last week, I want to say. And everyone there was like, oh, how's your grandmother? Is she coming? Like, when is she going to come back and visit us? Like, and that just goes back to the family thing. Like, even though we're like at school wise, like we're not actually like fully related, like teachers to, you know, students, but it's like, hey, you would never know. <laughs> no matter like what skin color or what your background is, like if you were to walk up in there and you would just randomly decide to be like, oh, hey, this is my mom. Like somebody would genuinely believe you just because of how we all like, of the relationship that we had. And I feel like my grandmother definitely advocated for them a lot, like, especially when it came to like Donut Park field trips, like my entire family would attend the girls prep functions. And it's just, I don't know, it was just like the connection. And I still remember like at the eighth grade graduation when they had her do her speech and just seeing her up there, just seeing her, like how happy she was and all the relationships that she had made with everyone, it it felt good to know that um, there was that sense of just closeness, I guess. Hearing about your grandmother's close connections and um, just hearing how she, um, even speaking at the eighth grade graduation, I mean, that must've been like a really memorable experience for you. Um, and, and again, it goes back to, like you said, talking about like family, community, there's definitely a, a strong sense of that when you're you're speaking about your grandmother and her involvement in Girls Prep, but also how she was an advocate for Girls Prep. Um, that's amazing. And I'm happy that, you know, you and, and your grandmother got to be able to experience that with Girls Prep um, and that it was a memorable experience and, and one that brought a lot of joy, um, I hope, to both you and your grandmother. And so um, I, we are nearing the end of the interview because I don't want to hold you too long. Um, so the last question I have is just about um, what is one word you would use to describe your public prep experience? That'll be a tough one. <laughs> um, I guess overall it was just uh, comfortable, kind of. Yeah, I'd definitely say comfortable. Um, and again, that has a lot to do with like close relationships and the sense of family, um, not feeling like I was ever like not gonna be helped. Um, there was never a moment that I really felt like I was alone. Just the fact that I could walk into school and just not have to hold anything in me felt really good because I knew at the end of the day like if I really needed to I could go to anyone and it would just feel normal to talk to them you know because oftentimes people think like it's really hard to talk to people in their family about their issues but I feel like at public prep and at girls prep like you really don't have that moment where you feel like nobody's gonna understand you you know it's more of it's not just the school and it's not just an organization. It's a place where you can go to learn and you can go to actually be helped and not feel like you're going to be judged. Like they're just going to welcome you with open arms, you know? Exactly. Um, and I think, I mean, ended on a really strong note, right? About the, the warmth and the joy that 
Yes. And also how welcoming, like you said, um, it was to, to be a girls prep that you, you know, there was always an open door. Um, I love that. And so, you know, um, we are at the end of the interview and I want to thank you for your time. I've heard so many wonderful things and um, I do wish you the best of luck at BMCC. Thank um, you. I appreciate it's it. amazing that you're doing childhood education because that is not always an easy job, but I do I do see that you are very wise for your age. And so I think you'll definitely be successful, whatever you choose to do in the future, right? Um, and like you said, you're still finding yourself, but at the same time, you have your family to support you. Um, and that's great um, that they're supporting you and that they're behind you, whatever you decide to do. The Public Prep Podcast is produced in partnership with True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright. Music this week is by Eldar Kedem. If your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, we hope you'll consider doing just that for our show. But the best thing that you can do to support all the inspiring voices of our public prep scholars is simply to share the show with a friend or colleague. Thank you for listening.